Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to, that's right, the Prince of Fresh Air. Welcome in my man that owes me 40 bucks. Dimitri, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? Good to Matt, be back. Uh, absolutely. Matt, I, I really want to have a, a, a true and honest conversation about Breonna Taylor. But before I do, I want to ask you an honest, truthful question. So I've been thinking about this. And I feel like if it wasn't for the pandemic, there wouldn't be a lot of people out here protesting, looting, and stuff like that. So I want to ask you, if we weren't, if we wasn't stuck in the middle of a pandemic, uh, people don't have jobs right now. People uh, weren't stuck at home. Do you think people will carry the same energy uh, that they have now? I think so. I think so. Um, is Does people not... The fact that people aren't working right now and the fact that people are unemployed does it have an effect on the amount of people and the avail the availability? Possibly, you know, I'm not going to say that that's not, you know, a, a, a factor, but I think people would, you know, be just as motivated to be a part of the protest. I think regardless. So. And so I ask you that because Brianna Taylor, she, her fortunate death happened March 13th. But nobody really protested until after George Floyd died, which was March, uh, May 25th. So there was a whole two months of no public outcry or anything like that. And now she's finally getting the recognition that she deserved. So I just feel like what happened with those two months when she passed away? There was, I didn't see no media covering it. I didn't see any celebrities being outspoken about it. And I know some people might say, oh, there was not a lot of details. But I feel like if you are hell-bent on protesting and changing the world, why wait two months until another person dies to finally say something about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like if George Floyd didn't pass away, we wouldn't be having these protests. You know what I'm saying? But, right. Um, I mean, I personally... Personally, I think that people, there's always going to be some form of protest, you know, regardless, you know, based on the way that things are going, the frequency of, you know, the way that things are happening, people are going to protest anyway. So I think that, I mean, are you, you talking about like the amount of people that are, that are yeah. protesting yeah. or just. Yeah. The amount of people protesting, the, the, the media coverage, the celebrity, uh, celebrities being outspoken about it. I feel like a lot of it isn't organic. This wasn't like the 1980s, 1970s when they were fed up with what was happening. I feel like it's only became this global thing because people aren't working. Uh, people are stuck at home. They're frustrated that they have to stay at home. So this is a way for them to get out. And I, let, me, let me be clear. I do support, uh, support the protests and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I don't think we wouldn't have people burning down buildings if people had jobs right now. I feel like people would be more occupied with paying their bills than going on the street and demanding justice for George Floyd and, and uh, Ahmaud jo uh, Johnson, I think his name, uh, his last name was, or Breonna Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but I, I, I think, 
personally, I just think that it it would be happening in some way, shape, or form, regardless. I do I do agree that you know one way, the fact that people are unemployed, people are at home, people are by their phones, by their TVs all all day, um, and you know everyone's just sitting, you know, watching a lot of things going down. So, you know, yeah, I think that that has that plays a part. That definitely plays a part in it, but. Do I, th- it, it's not that, I think there are aspects or less conspicuous aspects to the protests and what's going on that aren't genuine or aren't organic, but I do think that people are out there and they do mean well by it. But my personal opinion is that the, the, the protests and everything and rioting and looting is, you know, very futile at this point. Yeah. I look. I was watching uh, Hassan Campbell. He's a YouTuber and he does stuff like this. And this is what made me open my mind because, you know, when I first heard about Brianna's, uh, Brianna Taylor's death, I've, when the, the media made it seem like it was just a, another George Floyd, uh, you know, police brutality incident. And it, it's not clearly anything like that. There's not a, a cop kneeing on somebody's neck and, so I uh, thought that this was organic uh, in the sense that I thought people were really outraged by this. And then I remembered the problem for me isn't so much the protesting because there are people who are very passionate and, and do support Black Lives Matter and I completely support them. But then, you know, for me, when I used to do paid protesting, I would get paid $25 an hour to go protest outside of these companies and stuff like that for a change. And I didn't think about it at the time. I was just doing it for the money, really. I didn't really care about the the the, the cause we were protesting against. So I feel like right. there's a lot of people right now who are getting paid to be there, you know, whether it's $25 an hour or, you know, $5,000 per day or whatever the case may be. But I feel like a lot of people out there using these, uh, these, uh, these uh these murders and cases to promote themselves and their organizations and brands because i we talked about this before where social media influencers are doing these 10 second clips of helping small <laughs> business owners uh you know board up their they think they do it for the gram yeah. <laughs> and <then> they leave. <laughs> yeah like i i, I had to follow somebody because th- this person Corny. they had like 500,000 uh followers on instagram and you know they're out there uh, protesting one day. It was just one day of a video using Breonna Taylor's death uh, and hashtags to uh, promote the video. But within the video, she was promoting her own fitness line. I'm like, what, what kind of mess is that? Like, you telling yeah. me you are here for Breonna Taylor? It's like with George Floyd. A lot of people weren't out there for George Floyd. A lot of people wanted the, the Gucci bags, the Louis Vuitton bags, the, the newest merchandise they know they can't afford. How you telling me you looting and stealing all this stuff and they're selling on eBay is helping George Floyd, getting justice for George Floyd. So I don't know, man. I, I just feel like this a lot of this stuff isn't organic and and it's not to go against the people who are out there protesting for the you know, for the the actual uh protesting against actual police brutality. But I think there's a lot of people just out here using it to to their advantage. They don't care about George Floyd. They don't care about Breonna Taylor. They care about the clout that comes behind it and the awareness that comes with it. So I could be wrong, but time and time again, I've seen on social media that a lot of people aren't using it to, you know, to better the community. It's just to better themselves in the long run. So 
Well, you know, I, you know I, I think the the statement, you know, would just the more suitable statement is just that there are aspects to what's been happening that aren't, you know, genuine, that, you know, aren't real, obviously. And that's true. That's true. Because, you know, people always say, you know, one one rotten apple, you know, spoils a bunch. And then in a lot of that, it's it's a lot. You know, there's thousands of, of you know, hundreds of hundreds or thousands of rotten apples because those are the people that you see in the target footage where they bust down the doors and then they run in grabbing tvs grabbing you know electronics whatever it is that they can get and to me it's just like it's human nature no yeah absolutely but i don't want to talk too much about that i want to actually talk about brianna taylor so for people who don't know the backstory uh brianna taylor was a, a young uh woman she was about 26 um, on March 13th, uh, Louis, Louisville police officers had a, a no-knock warrant uh, for a guy, they, uh, for a group of people that they were suspecting of selling drugs and stuff like that. Now, I didn't speak about it at first because I didn't know all the facts. So as times went on, apparently the guy they were looking for, Brianna and this guy had a relationship. Uh, like they dated right before... Uh, she met her current boyfriend at the time. And so she was on, she was one of the suspects, not suspects, but they were watching her and stuff like that because they thought she was helping him, you know, smuggle these packages and stuff like that. Um, and so on that night, uh, they went to her apartment and they had a knock knock warrant. So essentially that means that they don't have to bang on the door and stuff like that. Now, there was a confusion with that. A lot of people were saying that they didn't say, they didn't knock, they didn't address themselves. But the boyfriend and one witness did say they did hear loud banging. So based off that, the boyfriend um, took it upon himself. And that's not to say it was a bad thing. They have a stand your ground law in Kentucky. Um, so when he heard this loud banging, he let off around and a shot a police officer and in return, uh, the, the, the police officers who were white, um, you know, started shooting back. And uh, one of the officers was struck in the leg. Um, and then they started shooting into the apartment. And unfortunately, uh, Breonna Taylor got caught with like five or six bullets. Um, so it, it's a very complicated subject. And a lot of details and stuff to unpack. But what do you think about this whole thing? You know, as you were explaining that to me, um, you know, I was kind of like visualizing that whole scene in my head. It's unfortunate, you know. Um, and what were they just just to quick clarify, what were they looking for her boyfriend for? Like, what did he do? So it was a drug raid. So the guy they were looking for um, and the details about the warrant is a little strange, but based off the evidence that has been presented. Um, Brianna Taylor was one of the people they were just keeping an eye on because she was an um, accomplice in terms of like, she was associated with him. Yeah. And well, they dated uh, for a meaningful time before they broke up and she um, was with her boyfriend. Um, so she was kind of on the list of people they were watching. So it was a drug raid. So basically they were going in there to see if they have guns, drugs and stuff of that nature. Um, so so, all right, so she was, so in this case scenario, they were just there just to find something. They weren't there to apprehend nobody. Yeah, yeah. 
It was a warrant. Yeah, it was just a uh, and uh, and you said that they had a no knock rule, so meaning they can just kick down the door. Yeah. So basically, in Kentucky, they have a thing called the no the no knock uh, rule, and that's only for like uh, stuff like th- in this situation where they don't have to knock on the door to you know to present themselves. They can just kick open the door. And you know, raid the apartment to see if there's any drugs. So, did they have all right? So, did they find anything in there after the fact? No, they didn't recover anything. But keep in mind now, keep in mind, I, I actually had to follow about this. They didn't search the apartment beforehand. What happened was the boyfriend was very uh, scared about what was happening, so he shot off around. So, they weren't in the apartment. Um, and I'm not taking no sides. I don't think the boyfriend should have went to jail, and I don't think the police went to jail because this was just a, a unfortunate situation. But they didn't just raid the apartment and start a shooting. This wasn't like a George Floyd thing. This was a they knocked loudly a couple of times, and then the boyfriend shot because he so you guys shook and then and yeah he thought someone was dropping him, and so in return the thing is I don't I don't blame him because if I'm if I'm at if I'm at that shit is alarming. No, yeah, you know what I'm saying? and and but but this is this is the thing. At the end of the day, there wasn't anything in the in the apartment. There was nothing there. Right. And then and these these, oh man, it's like these police officers, dude. Like, I can understand if like they had all the evidence that they already needed on him, and then they were going there to arrest him, and then that happened. Okay. You know what I'm saying, but they were just there to find evidence. They were just there to to see if what they there to confirm their suspicions. You do that amicably. So them yeah. and especially whatever, I'm I'm pretty sure they did that late, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, it was late. around midnight. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like somebody, if if I'm even if it's my bedroom door, somebody's banging on my door at like 12 a.m. I'm gonna assume it's it's a problem. You know, that whoever's on the other side of that door doesn't have my best interest. I don't blame this dude for that. And then you're living in a in an open carry, stand your ground state. So these people already should have known how to operate. And then unfortunately, someone got caught and killed in the in the in the crossfire. Like how like sad is that? That's the police's right. fault. Right. That's the police's fault. Everything, everything that I just mentioned. So they were only there when you when you have a warrant. It's not like a warrant for his arrest. That was a warrant just just to confirm suspicions. That means that doesn't that doesn't you know necessitate banging on somebody's door past twelve o'clock midnight. You don't right. know these. You don't you don't know what's in there. And then most police officers should kind of know that to you know proceed with caution, obviously, because you don't know who's behind that door. They don't. You you know what I'm saying? Right. These human beings we're talking about. Just police police officers are human beings, and so are they. They both reacted the same way. Right. And then you mean to tell me, you know, she just got, got killed for that. And then she wasn't even involved. Right. And then nobody went, nobody went to jail. And then from what I'm, from what I'm hearing, it's like, they didn't get charged. They only got charged for the shots that were missed. Yeah. One of the officers got charged with, um, the name of the thing was, uh, when I can find it, I'll let you know. But one of the officers was was charged with uh, for criminal misuse of a gun because the officer, one of the officers, I think it was the officer that got shot in the leg. He just blindly started shooting in an apartment. So and and that state, 
you have to be able to shoot in the line of fire. But this guy was just shooting through the blinds, not paying attention to, you know, where he was shooting at. So he actually shot through the neighbor's uh, uh, wall as well. And the neighbor almost got shot in the head by uh, one or two of the bullets. So he got charged with that. But none of the training. Are they trained officers? Because clearly that doesn't sound like an officer that was trained to me. It sounded like he got his badge, they gave him a gun, and then said, all right, happy trails. Right. You, know, you, got, you got these trigger-happy dudes. They don't even know what the hell that they're doing. Right. Again, again, just to me, like if I'm an officer like that, I'm already just – I'm going to be reluctant to want to bang on somebody's door, and I don't know what the, is behind that door past midnight. Even at nine, ten o'clock, once it's dark outside, like these, there are just certain things that you don't do. That's like even when police officers they pull somebody over. Some police officers, when they approach the the, the driver's you know window, they have their you know their hand on their their, their gun holster because they don't know. It's the same right. principle. And then you're going after somebody who who may or may not have drugs, weapons, whatever. And then that's how you go about it. Can't yeah. blame the guy for you can't blame the guy for reacting that way. And then again, there was nothing in the apartment. So this is all on the police officers. Well, I'm so first of all, I, I want to say I'm not I'm not going to pull a Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal and blame the boyfriend. I'm not going to do that. I know based off some of the police officers I do know personally. And watching, you know, live police shows. Now, when it comes to warrants and stuff like that, it's whatever the the dispatcher or whoever's in in charge give you. So if they say, hey, uh, if it's at eight o'clock, uh, you have a search warrant, uh, and uh, the warrant is valid for tonight, then it the you have to go execute it regardless if it's dark or not. And I'm not trying to defend the police uh, police officers. I think that uh, what they did was was wrong. But at the same time, this wasn't a George Floyd case. This wasn't just um, recklessly abandoning, uh, you know, rules and just shooting people. This it's worse. was it's this, worse than a is worse than a George Floyd case because she wasn't involved. But I, if I was a, if I was a police officer and then I shot somebody who she might have known the guy, but I would I feel like crap. I mean, I know he don't. You know, whoever it was that pulled the trigger and ultimately was the one that killed is worst. Because, you know, dude, you know, George Floyd, he was under arrest. This is, these are apples and oranges. It's a different scenario. But to me, this is a little bit worse because nobody wants to kill the innocent. I mean, the whole MO of a cop, in theory, is to protect and serve. That's not what that, that cop did. Right. The now, goal so shouldn't be, oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to just, you know, blindly shoot and then just let bullets off. I almost shoot a neighbor in the head. So then, that, so then that's two people. Yeah, no, that dude, that dude did get uh, criminally charged. The the thing not for the, what he should have got charged. That should have been murder. Uh, you right. Should have been yeah. That should have been uh, like murder, because that's what you did. So no wonder people are outraged. Because the thing is, like I I heard about you know this scenario. Like I basically had like a vague you know understanding of of what happened. But then now you know given context, it's just kind of like I don't blame people. For feeling the way that they feel because I can like and then you will also have to put yourself in the shoes of the freaking boyfriend dog like like yeah. anybody who was around to be there because I would blame myself if I was him no. I blame myself if I was a boyfriend I so you and, and mind you like you you know being that you know we're in that age bracket now where 
when you're in a long-term relationship, because you said they were with each other for a long amount of time. You're in a relationship with somebody and you have that profound, strong connection with somebody and then they're not here anymore. It's a big deal. And she died, she died for nothing. Yeah, right. For nothing. Like, how old was she? She was about 26, 27. She's our age. Like, you mean it's, she was only 26 years old. Like, didn't even, didn't even live life yet. And I've seen pictures of her. Like, she could have been my sister, doll. Like, she could have been, like, my cousin, somebody I knew, my girlfriend. Like, these are the things that I, I these are the things that I, this is my thought process when I, I hear different scenarios. If there was an instance where I could see it from the police's perspective, I would. And I did. And I'm like, all right, these are just, there's just, that's just called being street smart. There's just certain things that you don't do. When you bang on somebody's door, you just don't do that. Because even if it's a family member, I go banging on their door. They're like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you're alarming people. You're startling people. It's like well, you start, you, 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 you kick the bush, you know, the snakes come out. You, you make people feel like their back is against the wall. And then especially this is 2020. This is the climate that we live in. Right. So, I don't feel comfortable when I when I see police officers need need else to say if I know that they outside and then it's either them or me. It's right. a it's a screwed up situation, and then there's really nothing that anybody can say to make sense of the fact that somebody who had nothing to do with the situation got killed. Right. It didn't have to go down that way. Period. The best the best cure is preventing the whole entire thing entirely. You mean to tell me? Not one police officer's brain was working or no one's common sense activated in a situation where, you know what, let's just knock on the door and say, hey, you know, police, you know, can you open the door? We That's their job. Well, so it's it, it's complicated in the sense that when they. It's really not. And I'm not, bro. It's, it, to me, this is this isn't complicated at all. It's common sense. If I'm going, even if it's your house, I'm going to. I am not banging on your door at 12 a.m. because you're going to be like. Dimitri, what are you doing? No one wants to be no one wants to be startled in the middle of the night, especially you sleep. It doesn't matter what you, you have family, loved ones in your crib. There's, there's nothing you could do. Right. And this is the like you think th this is the only time this happened to somebody this year? These things happen all the time. Their situation just made, you know, national news. And awesome. to me, it's kind of like I get annoyed because I'm like, I'm tired of these things happening, but that's why I think, you know, the protests are futile because, all right, yeah, okay, we can go protest for her all we want. We're still not protected in a situation like that. What were the consequences to him doing that? There were none because he wasn't charged for killing her. He got charged for the bullets missile, meaning he got charged on behalf of the neighbor who was probably white. Probably. So, so it's... Damn, I, I, let me Let me say, I'm not defending the police at all. No, I, I know you're not. I'm just saying, like... But I like to... Like I like a, I like to start the conversation because, like, I put it in perspective. If you're on the street, right, and someone shoots at you, you're not gonna be you're not gonna stop and say, "Hold on, time out. Let me pull out my gun." As you're gonna return fire. So, as police, when one of the guys went down from a shot, the first thing is we have to defend ourselves. So, it's and a thing, but were they even? They, I'm pretty sure they weren't in a, in a good area either. They were right. They were. Uh, I believe right outside the door and right in front of the the window. No, I'm uh, talking about like the town, the neighborhood. This doesn't sound like like a like a like a nice neighborhood, clearly. Because if they were, I'm pretty sure the way if if they were outside like a big you know house, I'm pretty sure they might not have done that. They they knew they were after they knew exactly who they were after. I'm pretty sure they had the picture. 
all his information and everything. And that's just the way that they decided to go about it. Right. Well, I'm, I'm like, cause, cause the thing is you can't say, all right, well, you know, if they're, if they're under fire, of course, of course they're going to return fire, but who started it? The boyfriend Damn. did. No, they did. They did. Cause you, you're in Kentucky. So that means they're allowed to have guns. You don't go around doing that to people you don't know in a shitty neighborhood. You're not going to go out to, let, let's say New York. You can't do that. You can't have a gun out here. There, there is no stand your ground laws out there, but you're not going to go to a bad neighborhood looking for a guy who you're on the, the, the presumption that they're selling drugs. They have guns, they have weapons, they have all these different things and you're only there to look and then you're going to provoke the guy. Well, in, yeah, in, in 2020, when you're a black person, you see police, you already think it's going to be smoke. You already think it's going to be a problem. You right. might not make it home that day. Right. Like, it's, and, then, and then your girl get, gets, gets killed in the process. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to look up any interviews or anything, or if he's in jail, you he's know, not. He got released, and they the they um uh they took away the charges. Dude, like, it, like it's I, the, I, I could I can only just put myself in the position where you know, if this is my girl and we've been together for years and years and years, and I'm involved in things that I shouldn't be involved in, and then police are after me, and then she gets killed because of something that you know originally had to do with me. Well, there that's, were, already, that's already like one-sided. That's just well, like my human mindset. But again, this is my opinion. It wouldn't happen if they acted like paid professionals to handle a certain situation. Because they don't look at us that way because we are, we, we are citizens. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 every time you go to the store, you pay for things that you pay for, you pay taxes, which ultimately freaking pays them. Right. right? We're the bottom of the totem pole in terms of like social, the social hierarchy or the economic, economic and social hierarchy in this, in this country. They're not looking at it like these are, these are tax paying citizens. Maybe we could be wrong about him, but we're just going there to check. That's not how they went about it. They were like, they didn't even have to, they already probably looked at his picture, saw a black guy and was like, oh, we already, we already know what's over there. And turns out it wasn't. And then they killed somebody in the process. That's a failure on their part. You're paid. You're you're paid to regulate. That's not what they did. And I'm all and I'm and like I said, I'm not I'm not like oh they're black, so I agree with them. No, I'm just looking at the situation with all the information presented, and everything that's presented to me is all on their fault. It's all their fault. They're paid. Police officers are paid professionals. They didn't do their job. Like they savages. They they bullies. They gang. I'm like that's what a gang would do. They're looking for something. So they're gonna go banging on the door. Y'all got all the guns. You have strength in numbers. Just say, hey, you know, we're just here. If you have nothing to hide, then let's just go and look at it. Then if he's like, oh, well, I got a piece, then do your thing. Do what you're paid to do, obviously, because you're a police officer. But until then, act like a paid professional. That's not what they did. So let me ask you a question. Since they didn't, since they did have a no-knock warrant, which uh, Kentucky has officially got rid of, they didn't have to. Now, this conflicting report. Why do you think they got rid of it? Yeah, well, so the police are saying that they did knock on the door loudly and say police. And one of the neighbors said they did hear them say police. Now, the boyfriend says they did knock but didn't hear police. And a few other people said they didn't hear him say police. Uh, didn't hear them say police. So that that's a, that we don't, we're not sure what happened there until we see I believe the balance evidence. It could be true. I'm not, I'm not saying. Look at how police conduct themselves. You Do you really think that they said, uh, you know, uh, Kentucky police, we have a search warrant. Can we please come in? 
That's what they're supposed to say. That's but they didn't do that. Well, I know the, for a fact they didn't do that because she got shot. If, well, if, if that's what if that's what they did and that's what they said, you think his first thing, his first rationale would be let me pull out a gun and then do this and that? That's not what they did. I believe him. Well, I believe I'm not him. sure. I'm not sure what happened. Because if they the, were actually out here doing their job the way that they're supposed to, the way that I'm, it was written out, we wouldn't be having a lot of the issues that we'd be having or that's happening right now. We're not protected. There's, I don't, I really, I really don't blame people and I don't blame them for pulling this piece out. Well, can I actually, so I want to, since they did have a no knock warrant and they decided not to bang on the door. Which they got rid of, so they were wrong. So they figured out that there was something wrong with that and they got rid of it. So I'm right. right. Yeah, yeah, right. But if let's, because they had a no knock warrant, they literally could have just battered around the the door and ran up in there. Do you think that would have been even, do you think that would have been better? Uh, for them to do that? Only if you know for a fact you have all the evidence, photo evidence, whatever, saying that everything you guys think that he has is actually in there. It wasn't in there. He has no hostages. Well, let me like, go. Those are the thing. That's what you, like, what are you using a fucking battering for on a guy that's got, only has drugs in his crib in an open carry state? Which stands your ground law. So legally, he's allowed to do that. Right. Legally, he's allowed to have that reaction on his property that he pays for. What are right. you using a battering ram for in a situation like that? He has hostages in there? Like, is he a rapist? Like, what, what was he doing in there that, that would rash? What could he be doing in there that would rationalize a battering ram for a search warrant for things that you don't even know is there? And somebody got killed. Right. Well, let me let me say this. They weren't invested. And the thing is, it's going to keep on happening over and over and over and over and over again. Like, dog, look, at, look how I'm just right now. Right. That could have been me. Right. Well, let me let me let me say this uh, real quick. They weren't investigating a boyfriend. They were investigating a girlfriend. And I, I completely agree with you. I think they should have. Um, done proper channels and, and the the person in charge should have done a better job in handling the situation. I know as a black man and as you too, that's why I don't go to protest because as I know if I show up and something go down, as we're a six target. Foot th- I'm six foot three. We're, we're the biggest targets there. Yeah, 250 pounds. I know I'm the first one, unless I pull a Usain Bolt and run my ass up out of there, I'm going to be the first, first one, one that they see. Yeah. And first one shoving people hit hitting you, you're gonna go, you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're it's like people, especially guys like us, we go somewhere like that. We can't get mad if things go left because you're already assuming that risk when you show up somewhere like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's why I don't go. I, I'd rather just stay home because I've seen time and time again people getting beat up and people getting run over. See, I don't want to be a part of that. See, I saw that on on um a guy was complying. I'm not, I don't remember if he was white or black, but basically he was doing what the police were telling him to do, like backing off with his hands up. Dude shoved him on the ground. A, a oh, you talking about the old, yeah, the old, the old, uh, the old man, yeah. No, 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 oh. This This was like yesterday. I seen this on, on the internet, on Instagram. Like this happened out there, like wherever oh. the protests are going on, it happened out there. Doing what the police were telling him to do, like, all right, I'm backing up, I'm backing up. Dude shoved him, like violently shoved him, 
and walked off. And I'm in in, in my head. I'm like, they're you would assume this is their occupation. They are paid professionals, but yet they don't conduct themselves as such. And on all our podcasts, I'm always I'm big on how you conduct yourself. Right. And they don't conduct themselves like they're getting paid. Right. But yet people, the people are doing something wrong by protesting. Yeah. So pro- what's being protested is what's going on at the protest. So that just that just tells you that they've got a problem with the fact that we have a problem with what they're doing. So what are we supposed to do? Shut up. That just goes, that just tells you what they think about us. Right. So you mean to tell me with everything that's been discussed from in this, in this particular, you know, take from start to finish that I'm supposed to feel comfortable every, anytime I see them. Right. No, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Look at how I'm dressed right now. Look at how I'm dressed. It's 1124. Let me go walking around just, just some random street right now. I'm just walking to 7-Eleven. They're going to be looking at me funny. I bet you even if they pass, even if they pass by, I'm still going. They'll probably go around the block just to see what I'm doing. Take right. somebody else, different complexion, not going to have that problem. Right. You this, 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 is, this is just the rea- – the, rea- the unfortunate reality – that we live in just for me, why I get frustrated is because I know that these circumstances have been recurring and they're not going anywhere. Right. Because the people that can do something about it, it doesn't affect them. Them, they themselves, their family and their friends, it doesn't affect them. So they don't care. Why should they care? And, and to me, I, I, I absolutely hate that. I really right. do. Cause it's just, just like, I, we don't matter. Like, they ain't just black people. It's not even just Black Lives Matter. Just citizens don't matter because it's a it's a social it's a social hierarchy that some people are privy to and some people aren't privy to. But we don't matter because clearly we've been complaining about this shit. Not even you know just this year, not even just last year, but for decades now. Right. And it's it's same shit, different day. Right. right. She got I I and I could only imagine if that was like my girl. We were in a relationship. And then she's she's gone. And I'm pretty sure you lost somebody. That's a big fucking deal. Right. It's a big fucking deal. Like somebody, you know, we act. Director that I that I worked with a bunch of times, theater, he passed away in January. That shit hurt me. So needless to say, you know, if this is my girl, like I have a very profound connection with her, and then because of him, she's gone. If they wouldn't even been been there that night, or maybe if they had conducted themselves like paid professionals, she'd still be here right now. I don't blame people for being mad. I don't like you have to just put yourself in their shoes, and I'm and I and I know for a fact you can. I know other people can. So what's the issue? Because they don't care. So that's All what right. I'm saying. I'm like it, it, it's it's so whack that you just have to get used to it. Like you have to just because what are they, what are the police saying to people? By shoving them, you know, pepper spraying them, hitting them, killing them, people running them over, like in Times Square, people just getting run over for pro- for protesting that. What are they saying? Suck it up, shut up. Well, uh, uh, so the the thing with the problem, okay, let me say this. I know there's a, a anti police thing going on right now, and I've seen. And I understand it. I'm I'm frustrated with the the lack the of. We've got an anti-citizen thing going on right now. But they don't see they don't see color when they're when they're when they're pushing and shoving and beating people up. 
right. are protests arresting people, they don't even see color. It's 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 them and then it's us. So so when people want to say, oh, you know, well, we don't mess with police, well, they don't mess with us. They don't. Right. So they doing this, they doing the same thing we doing. Except they got all the guns and everything like that. They they got everything. So they're it's it's like a bully. Right? It's right. like all right, you go to class, you go to school every day, and then you got the bully that's just constantly bullying you. And then the teacher that can do something about it is kind of always turning a blind eye because she don't care. Right. That's this whole that's this whole situation. And then you mean to tell me I just gotta get used to it when that could be my sister, that could be a friend, that could be my girl, a family member, whatever. I don't even have to know her to be like, damn. And that's a problem. Like society at large or those people, they don't, they don't, they don't look at it like that. They right. don't, they don't, when they're shooting somebody, they're not looking at it like this was another human being. They're not looking at it like that. This is a non-police officer. Because they got their little fraternity, so it's us and them. And that's right. on a grand scale. Because clearly the good cops are very few and far between. Right. And then even if they are there, are, are do do they say anything? Because it wasn't just that one guy; it was a bunch of them that was there. Because when you get when somebody gets pulled over, when it's like a little situation, how many cops um show yeah. up? A bunch. When right. Eric Eric Garner was in was in was in uh when he got choked, how many police officers were there? A bunch, a lot of them. And you mean to tell me not one of them showed up? Yeah, like George that Floyd. Yeah, guy, there's good cops, but y'all not saying nothing. And then the ones that do, they get fired. I don't know if you saw it on social media. One cop, he was using social media to speak on some of the things that was going on. They investigated him, put him on administrative leave, and they fired him. Yeah, yeah. It happens time and time again. And so, and then how, it's like this feeling of powerlessness, like frustration, confusion at how people can just separate themselves from like ones, like from their fellow man and, you know, woman. It's just... Is it, like, come yo, on, man! Like I, because to me, there, there's absolutely like nothing that can be said in the contrary because it is not right. Everything that is going on in this world is not right. Like it's. Oh. Look, yeah, it's it's a tough one, and I, I'm not. Let me let me say, I'm not defending police, but I do agree. A lot of them do abuse their power and they take advantage of the fact that they are strapped and they got police force behind them. They're higher on the social but, hierarchy. Yeah. That's but it's, it's a tough one because while I do agree there are police doing that, you also see police officers getting shot in the head, pulling people over. You also have people doing protesting. I saw a couple of videos of police officers getting jumped by people, people throwing trash cans at them and kicking them in the head and stuff why like do that. You, why do you think they're doing that? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not everything saying that I just said. No, right. I, I don't. They're just doing what's been done to them, or what's right. been done to somebody that they know, or somebody that they know of. Because guess what? They're like, yo, they'll do the same thing to me. So why should I have sympathy for somebody who doesn't have sympathy for me, who doesn't look at me like another human being? They look at me as less than. Right. They, no, and, and they'll right. do the same thing to you. No, yeah, Especially if they right. didn't know any better. Right. Do they? Do they know you? They don't know you, bro. They don't know no. me. Right. And you're 100% right. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is it becomes a never-ending cycle. So if, you know, one video... We do nothing. Some, it, it continues. Yeah, it continues. That's what I mean. There's no, there's no way to fix the situation. Uh, I'm sure there is a, a situation that some point in the future we will come to. But 
yeah, this police officer pushing people and firing tear gas in crowds, but then you also have videos of people, and I understand the frustration, but you know, you have people beating up police officers in the street. One police uh, police officer got lit on fire. It it, it becomes a never ending cycle of violence. So I do agree. And they that, starting. Yeah, uh, you're 100 percent right. It it is is a tough situation to be in, but. The only reason why I bring that up is I, I, I understand both sides. I understand why police act the way they – well, not always. But I see why they get – especially during these protests, and, uh, protests, they get the way they are. Because you never know what's going to happen. If someone decides to set you on fire, I mean, it, you it's have, a tough you have, spot. You have, you have two people, two groups of people that feel the same exact way about each other. Right, Exactly. Because yeah. the same way, it's it's like when it's like when when people talk about animals and how that particular animal is more scared of you than you are of it, like that sort of thing. And then that's why that animal is going to act hostile because it's scared. Same thing, right? Except police officers have a bigger responsibility because the assumption is that they're paid professionals with the guns and everything, numbers, the guns, all that stuff. But yet right. they don't act like it. I quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. But yet they just got the power. They don't care about the responsibility because they don't get held responsible for their actions. So that's why these things just continue and they continue and they continue. Like you said, it's a cycle that they're perpetuating. Right. You because I doubt, right. I doubt if they were doing the job the way that it was, again, described, people would have a problem with them. It's not like these guys are like, I call them and they're like, oh, you know, how can we help you? Did it? No. If I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Why? You see, you feel me? Like, I don't no, even, I think I even yeah. need to elaborate anymore because, yeah, right. you know, I, I pretty much already broke the situation down to like the, 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 the smallest like molecule that, that there is. And it's really that cut and dry and simple, but they don't care. No, no, you're 100% right. Yeah. And I, I just want to talk about the Brianna thing because this is not a cut and dry thing where, this was just white people who attacking black people because they have the authority. No, because it'd be black cops too. Yeah. I seen, I saw, and, and and I saw, it was like out in Atlanta somewhere. It was like a black uh, officer taunting a black woman and threatening her. Like, basically she was like, there were four, because I think this was back when the curfews was going on. And then they were uh -huh. pushing them back into their apartment lobby. But obviously these are grown ass adults and you're treating them like little ass kids. And then it was a black woman in the black, and the black police officer was like, "Oh yeah, come outside, see what happens to you. Come outside, see what happens to you." And I was like, "And yet, and yet, you see what happened with that." And this is what I said in the last podcast: that has to stop. Where this is a black on black thing, but you don't hear nobody talking about it. But if it was a white cop doing it to it, white was, it, it wasn't a black on black thing because what I was saying is that it's us and it's them. Police right. officers are like a fraternity and, you know, blue lives matter. That So he not looking at, he not looking at it like I'm black. And she's like, no, we're looking at it like I'm a police officer and she's a regular citizen that's got no rights. I can off her ass and I know that I'll be good because they'll just put me on paid leave. So I get to go on vacation and I still get paid. Right. That, no, that, but you know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, but all these say white that White cops because... treat other white people like that. Yeah, no, you understand. Black cops treat other black people like that because this isn't just this is us and them. This is this is an economic social issue that's not going anywhere. So can can I ask you something with the whole uh, George Floyd thing, right? And I'm not saying that cops are. I think cops are 
any cop would have uh, been uh, cruci- um, criticized for this. But do you think that if it was a black cop doing that to George Floyd, it would have blown up to the way it did? Yeah. You think yeah, so? It would have. It would. It would have I'm been just worse. curious. I'm just curious. I'm just. It would. It would have been worse. I would have thought a little bit worse of that, right. because what I was saying is, why is it that you're not seeing your brother in this person that you got your knee on their neck? Why are you not seeing your uncle, your grandfather, a friend, a coworker? Why don't? Why can't you see that? Right. Because yeah. that's why most people would tell you, like, let's say, you know, in the armed forces or whatever, killing somebody's not a joke. If you have a functioning, you know, conscious and you know what I'm saying? But most people would tell you like they, I, when I, you know, went out, I was in war and I, I shot somebody. Right. These are one of the things that people have PTSD about is killing somebody. But yet you have these officers, you know, with their badges, the badge is just a compensation for a lack of a conscience, mm-hmm. which they don't have. Right. So to me, I would have looked at it, that situation a little bit worse because you should have saw yourself in that person. Right. You, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, most people, you know, will step on a bug and not think twice about it, but will feel the same way about another human being. That's a problem. And then these are the people that should be regulating that, but they don't. Yeah. You're right. A hundred percent. Right. It's uh sad. It is a sad very, very situation. Sad. Very, and very, let me, let me tell you something. I actually found this out. But did you know George Floyd and Derek, the guy that was leaning on his neck, they actually work together. And I'm not wanting to... I heard a con- little bit of a backstory. Yeah, so I'm not wanting these conspiracy theorists that think George Floyd is at Cancun drinking pina coladas. <laughs> I heard but, that. <laughs> but I do you find that. it a little odd? Like, let's say me and you know each other. Right. If I was beating you up, don't you think you'd be like, yo, Percy, get off me. Percy, get off me. And yet that didn't happen with George Floyd not once. I just think that's a little strange that that didn't happen. I feel like as human beings, I thought this was just a, a straight up murder. But these people had a backstory. It wasn't a straight up murder. But these people had backstory together. I just thought it was odd that that was neglected, that they worked together at the same time. I don't place. matter. What is, what, is, what is working with somebody? I mean, I've worked with a lot of people. That doesn't mean that they probably think twice about off my motherfucking ass if they never liked me in the first fucking place. Right. No, I'm just because saying that... <laughs> No, I'm just saying that because a lot of people think that, um, and I'm not saying I agree with this, but a lot of people think that this was a publicity stunt. Uh, I don't know why people think this. Yeah, I heard about that. But it's a little, it's it's just a little, it's just a little strange that uh, it is sad to see a grown man crying for his mother and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know, I just thought it was a little strange that they knew knew each other and yet they acted like. And they act like they didn't know each other. So I just thought that was a little strange. But And that's the biggest thing, man. And that's what gets me. Is these people, this is cops too, but people seeing these these types of injustice, uh, injustice going on and yet don't do anything. Like, okay, I understand you want to beat up police officers. That's fine. But when George Floyd was sitting there crying on the floor, you're just sitting there recording the whole thing, just screaming, ain't doing nothing. I mean, I just, I, I hate the bystander effect that people some have. People, some people, I know some people well, are You know crazy. why? Because some people are not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people, they're not, and I don't blame them. Not everybody has the capacity where they're looking like, you know what, I'm willing to die, you know, to save this person. Not everybody's like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, and one of my, 
Yeah, and one of the first podcasts that, you know, I ever did on my YouTube channel was the fact that, you know, the thing with Black Lives Matter is that we don't have, you know, like a, a we don't have martyrs. We don't have people that are willing to die, you know, for the cause. And, and that's exactly why. How many people right. are standing there, you know, for um, Eric Garner? Yeah. Look you, at, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. not somebody, because again, you go and attack a police officer, there's no guarantee that, you know, you'll make it out of that situation or make it out the same way. They might beat you so bad that you're paralyzed for the rest of your life. No, you're right. You're right. And it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be like that. You know, I, I said the same thing. I think for there to have been footage of Sandra Bland, I mean, dog, like she didn't even make it to the, she didn't make it to the police, the police station. Yeah. She didn't make it there. No. The grand scheme of things. I mean, I can't, I can't help but feel like this is by design, but you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just one guy, you know? Yeah. And I want to, I want to I wanna bring this up too. Um, because I think this is important. I'm not talking about Brianna Taylor just because she's popular and all this stuff. I also want to bring about oh. the fact that, since we have been, since restrictions have been let up, gun violence and all this stuff have been happening like crazy. And I understand Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, these people died. I understand it. But when you know, last week, uh, like Thursday, where someone bust open up a door in uh, uh, somebody's project home and shot an eight-year-old boy, I don't see nobody crying about it. I, I just, I, I feel like there's a pick and choose mentality with what people support. You can't scream Breonna Taylor and it's like uh, 35 other people getting killed the same way. You have little kids yeah. getting shot up on the street and their homes and nobody's saying anything about it. I, I don't understand how, and I'm not trying to take away from Breonna Taylor. That was an unfortunate situation, but there's little kids getting shot and nobody's saying nothing. I don't see Black Lives Matter going out of their way to, to find out what happened with this eight-year-old boy. He gets, to, he gets to die and gets no recognition. But, you know, some people get the luxury of uh, having their name chanted. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I just feel uh, like... I, 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 I agree. That, yeah, no, and, and, you're not, and you're not wrong for feeling like that, bro, because, you know, that, that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, you think that, you know, what happened to Bjorn Taylor and her boyfriend, you, those things happen all the time. Their situation just happened to be one of the ones that made it to national news. My response to all of that anyway, and I've, you know, just been saying this in general, is like, yo, this whole system needs an overhaul because mm -hmm. it's not working. Right. Like, whoever's in charge, the people that are in charge are convincing themselves that it's working and it's working for them, but it's not working for society at large. Like, right. if I had my way, things would be just completely different. You know what I'm saying? It would probably, it would be an actual democracy. We don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't a democracy where it has our best interests and it's in the hands of, no, it's not. This is the illusion, you know, of a, of a democracy, dude. Like I said, if I had my way, there'd be a lot of things that wouldn't, you know, be going down. You know, little kids wouldn't be getting, you know, shot and, and killed at freaking eight years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're only alive for eight years. Like, and then, you know, most of which you were barely even conscious. That's like the worst part. That's the worst part of it all. That like gives me a headache and like stresses me out is the fact that they don't care. Right. So, oh, we're, everybody's gonna, gonna vote. They don't care about you. The people you're voting for don't give a about you. They don't. And I'm, I'm just, I, it'd be, it'd be very hard for me to believe the contrary.
You know right. what I'm saying? Until obviously it's shown in my face and I haven't been shown anything because look at the way that things are being handled. Right. If, if part of that $500 billion plan that I was talking about that included, you know, the KKK now being identified as a, as a, uh, a terrorist group, well, what are you going to do about the police? Because they conduct themselves as such. Right. Yeah. Like what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, honestly, know, obviously that's like a, that's a, that's, that's a like tricky a one for like, yeah, a whole nother day. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, the protest is great. You know, social awareness. I, right, but if that's all that it amounts to, then where are we going with this? And that's the icing on a cake. And this is something. And this is why I said, I don't know what was going on. That's why I don't go yelling and screaming. And this is actually something I actually wanted to talk about a little bit too. It's the fact that, okay, people are yelling and screaming and protesting. Understand, I support it. But think about this for a second. You go to your own, you in your own neighborhood, you go outside, you and your, you and your, um, your neighbors start protesting, throwing garbage in the street and all that stuff, right? The police that's watching you do that, they don't live nowhere near you. They're going right back to the country or the 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 nice uh whatever nice neighborhood area they're going back. They're going they're going water they they garden and they're gonna get a good nice right. rest as you wake up the next day smelling dog crap and seeing all the garbage plastered around the street. I'm not i I'm not against protesting, but there has to be something else besides throwing up posters and using hashtags. That's not gonna do any that's not gonna solve anything. If people really want change, we have to change laws. We have to we, we have to find a way to to get the whole system redone because yelling and screaming isn't doing well, nothing. Well, it's not. Well, again, the people that can do that, they don't care. Like you said, they water in their garden on their yacht. You know what I'm saying? Living a completely different lifestyle that we probably couldn't even fathom, and they don't care. Trump is a billionaire. You know, Joe Biden probably got M's in the bank. Kamala Harris got M's in the bank. What and I'm not care? even talking about. And I'm not even talking about them. The celebrities. I see all of them on Twitter. You know, uh, hashtag oh, Brianna Taylor. They <laughs> look. I don't see a lot I, of them on the street. I don't see a lot of them donating to the cause. They just sitting back behind a, 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 a phone or a tablet, saying, "Rest in peace, Brianna Taylor." You ain't doing nothing either. And you have the money to help people. You have you have the, right. the money to... I'm not saying you have to give all your wealth away. But, you know, you can you, spare you, $1,000. You, 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 you ride on the money with that. Tory Lanez told Rick Ross, oh, I was out in Miami protesting. And I, I, I thank Rick Ross for, for responding the way that he did because he was like, yo, you were only here because your condo was out here and you came outside for a quick photo op and you left. Mm -hmm. Tory has yep. got M's in the bank And you could just take $15,000 And say okay you know what Let me let me hire this medical team To be with these protesters So in the event that everything is going on People have access to first aid Or if people do get arrested I'm going to go bail them out So I'm going to be there on standby Like alright cool give me your information So if push comes to shove I can come and bail you I think I have M's in the bank You're talking about these guys that like Yeah I'm going to put 100000 on this I'm going I'm to I'm put 500 racks on that. I got, I got M's in the bank. And then, oh, but you care, right? Yeah. It's a joke. That's a joke. And, and then these are the people that got all the money, that, that, that got everything, and then, yeah, we love them so much. That's why I was like, when Megan Thee Stallion got shot, all right, it was wrong and everything, right? But she good. She got M's in the bank. She's good. Right. She's good. You think Megan they care Stallion, if you got shot in the foot? I don't think exact, so. Exactly. Exactly. Because how many people are out here getting hurt? 
You know what I'm saying? Like I like I said about Michael B. Jordan in, in my second podcast where he was like, oh, you know, when the protest was going on, so he showed up. And then he said, yeah, you know, I'm going to start hiring uh, uh, my own security for, uh, or like, a basic, yeah, basically, all right, so let's say I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I'm going to hire security for my own productions or more diverse team or whatever it is that he said. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, you're Michael B. Jordan. You got eight figures in the bank. What, or nine figures, however you know many millions he's got. Why don't you say, okay, let me hire security for protesters in open carry states, so they'll be okay. So they're free to peacefully protest all that they want, and then they don't have to have fear of the only people who have guns are the bad guys, the people right. that don't like us, because that's right. usually how it goes. That's one thing I agree with Trump on. When he first came into office, and there was that um. That shooting at that at that airport, and he was like, the only people who had who had guns were the bad guys. That's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. Or in Georgia somewhere, whatever southern state it was, where it was, so there was the police down the street, and then you had like four, I'm not sure if you've seen this, you had like four to six black guys with ARs in their hands. Police are not ain't gonna do nothing because you know why? They're not the only ones with guns. Or you take five of the richest celebrities, you take LeBron James, Floyd Mayweather, Oprah, Diddy, Jay-Z, five of them, right? You take 20% or 10% of their combined. So let's say they, those five people just decided to put all their money together to directly help people. Specific things, first aid, transportation, bailouts, legal help, supplies, different things like that. A lot of, then, then these protests would be a lot more efficient. But you think they care? No. They only speak all, all they do, all they do is tweet. Yeah. All they do is tweet. They just, they just tweet. They're not, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I get that because again, not everybody's willing to, because the people that pay them are the people that are perpetuating the problem. So they're not gonna, they're not gonna forsake all their, their, their millions of dollars and their income, you know, for people that don't affect them. What was I saying earlier? People only care about what actually affects them. I seen Kiki Palmer out in the street. I like her too, but she was just out there in the street, just protesting. She did that once, had the cameras on and everything. Had a little monologue with one of the police officers. Yeah. And then that was it. And it's that's, just for, that's why they're not our leaders. But the point I'm getting at is that these people that get the millions of likes, the millions of dollars, they're not the people that we can look to, unfortunately. Because like the, the paid professionals known as the police, the politicians, the president, the, the people who want to be president, Congress, et cetera, all of that, they don't have our best interests. They're not our leaders, unfortunately. Yeah. And the only leader that I think would actually do something today, if he was still here, is Tupac. And he's gone. He's right. the only one that I feel like would really like be out here doing something. That yeah. made me feel that at least. And he's dead. And 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 that's the fortunate so thing. I, I can't man. I, I, the things I like I said, I don't bl I don't blame the celebrities. What? No, and you're right. I don't blame the celebrities, but my whole thing with these protests is you're getting people paid to be there when the cameras roll. You got celebrities only tweeting when, when something goes viral. Like, let's be real here. If George Floyd didn't get the attention he deserved, if, um, if Breonna Taylor didn't get the attention uh, she got, you think they'd be talking about it? Hell no. They'll be in their Hollywood homes, no, no. chilling, watching Netflix, yeah, worrying the about hills, All the girls, all the women, all the Lamborghinis and Bugattis, they'd have all that stuff, and then that, that, that would be it. And this is why I agree with people who uh, don't want politics and sports. Because you see this time and time again. These, these teams and stuff are talking about, yeah, we're going to stand with Black Lives Matter, but it only lasts us for one day. 
what happened to kneeling during the, the anthem during the games in support of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter? That stopped the, the first day they talked about it. So I was like, what is the point? Where, and this is why I just don't understand the protests and the stuff because I do support those people who are out there and who are passionate and stuff like that. But right. what, what, what are y'all doing? Y'all got a bunch of people. Y'all have some people who are there because they're passionate. Do you got some people who are there because they got paid to be there? Do you got some people who are there just because the cameras are on? You know, it's like how you get arrested with the cameras on you and you smiling for the camera. Why? Why are you smiling? Because, you know, you're getting paid and you're going to be out tomorrow. So it's, 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 it's all meaningless to me. I just don't understand. I fully support the protest, but really, like, these Instagram influencers going out there protesting and then using the hashtags to promote their makeup line and their fitness line, like, what kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I saw, I saw this, like, last week. This girl talking about rest in peace George Floyd. And then in the next sentence, she told me, I go buy, go pre-order my makeup line. It's like, oh, really? Makeup. Really? Like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't real. You know, and it, it it's ain't. all for show. And, and let me just say, but this is the problem I have with these things. A lot of people aren't genuine. Yeah. All these hashtags being generated. How many people are actually tweeting about George Floyd? None. Everybody's tweeting George Floyd because they want somebody to go look at their profile or check out their latest video. Like Blackout Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all like it's all for show. Man. I don't know how much of this is is uh, a lot of people caring about. This. I I feel like this. If you really care about the death of George Floyd and every other black man or black woman that's been killed by police, then you should be doing this when the cameras are off. Be there when you're not getting paid. Be there when your 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 right, sponsor right, isn't yeah. paying for your hotels and your food, because it's it's easy for people to. To you know, cheer for somebody when you're getting paid and you don't got to worry about nothing. But can you do this on your own time? Can you wake up in the morning, make a sign, and go down there sweating and all that stuff because you want to be there? That I'm gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, no, I I agree. But you gotta understand, we, we live in a very you know watered down society now where it's really like everybody has their own little bubble, which is their lives and the people that you know are directly in their lives, and that's about it. You know, you mentioned, you know, the, you know, the seventies and the sixties and things like that. But back then you got to understand these things affected everybody, you know, things were segregated, you know what I'm saying? Like things were different back then where you couldn't go somewhere because you know what I'm saying? You didn't have the rights to, it affected everybody's way of life. It doesn't affect everybody. Like you said, people are rich. What do they care? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this for show? You know, just to make themselves look good, to boost, to boost their sales. Yeah. And then that's about it. You know, we, we too busy supporting, you know, all these people and helping them get rich. They don't even support us. Right. That's a fact. Like, you know, again, I, I'll just say, you know, I don't, I don't blame them because they're, they're not going to put their careers and their livelihood on the line for people they don't even know. And, you know, I, I, I get that, but we and just, neither should you, you know, and neither should you. You know, when a celebrity dies, but what do you get in return? Are they giving you uh, $5? Are they going to be there for your funeral? I don't think so. It'll be, it'll give you a dime. It'll give you a dime. So I said, I like everybody was, was trying to deport Tory Lanez. And I'm like, yo, there's bigger shit going on right now. 
right. like, a, like a lot worse, you know, issues. We don't even really have much civil liberty, the civil liberties that we think that we have. <laughs> we got, you know, coronavirus and certificate of vaccination ID and, you know, everybody's going to have to get a, a vaccine at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like there's other things that are, that are going on because they, Kanye West can just say, let's say everybody, Kanye West is posting up contracts and stuff on Twitter and everybody's like, oh, you know, Kanye West cares. I'm like, he's talking about like rich people problems that have nothing to do with you. You, yeah, you he's work at McDonald's. Ranting. Yeah. Yeah, like what are you, what are you, what are you going to do with them contracts? Like they, they don't even apply to you. Like, he doesn't like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just oh my god. Like it's but you know. I just it's, it's just annoying, storm. man. It's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of nonsense going on. People just out here doing all this stuff for clout and you know chasing fame, or they just only speak out because they being told to. It's like this, man. Change ain't gonna happen unless you mean it. You know what I'm saying? Yelling and it's like the dog that barks but never do anything. Like it, it's just all bark, no bite. Yeah, it's nothing's nothing is changing, nothing is happening. And shout out to to Kentucky for actually taking initiative and listening to the people to change some of their laws in place, especially regarding the police. What hap- do you think we'll be in this situation next year when let's say the coronavirus dies down, people go back to work? Do you think people are actually gonna be out here still screaming and protesting? Because I don't think so. I think when people are allowed to go to back to work. They're going to care more about providing for their kids and their family, as they should, than police brutality. Because, like you said, especially with celebrities, it's all about what affects you. So yeah. next year, when things go back to normal, you think people are going to give a damn about all of this stuff? No. Well, you wanna- well yeah, I only said that because I feel like a lot of this stuff, and if it does continue, I'm, I'm happy to support it. But time and time again, a lot of these protests and stuff is like the person with the New Year's revolution. You know, you start off strong, you know, you go to the gym, try to lose that weight. And then after a month, you're like, I'm going back to the couch eating Doritos. And I feel like that's going to happen. I feel like people, when jobs start opening up, people are going to have to get jobs because unemployment won't be paying them as much. And this is another thing. And that's why I said, do you think these protests are actually genuine? Because a lot of people aren't working. A lot of people collect unemployment, don't have to worry about bills. But when it's time to go back to work, you got to worry about those bills. You think people going to be out there five days a week when they got rent due next week? I don't think so. I absolutely don't think so. But if you are genuine and you're still out there because you don't care about that, absolutely. But most people, when it's time for rent, they're going to choose that rent over George Floyd and, and all these other people dying. And I'm not trying to say that in a bad thing, but it's about consistency. You know, you can't fight police brutality for one month and then go back on the couch for the next three months, and they come back out with something. It, it just doesn't work. And yeah. this is why. And this is why a lot of police and a lot of uh, people in power don't care because they say, okay, right now people will be out here, but wait until next August or next May when when summer is back up and people can go out to the beaches and stuff. They're not going to be out here protesting. I I personally just think that. I personally think when things uh, pick up, and I'm not saying it's going back to normal. You know, people will probably still be wearing a face mask. But when jobs start opening up, bars start opening up, uh, beaches and stuff start opening up, people going to be at the beaches and at the bars instead of in front of town halls yelling justice, uh, uh, you know, no justice, no peace. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I mean, I mean, there's always going to be a, a, you know, a level of normalcy, normalcy as to the way that people go about their daily lives. So I don't think there's ever going to be a scenario where every single person 
is protesting. And then if that, <laughs> two things, if that was actually the case, something would have to go seriously, seriously wrong for society as a collective to start doing that. And then even if, it'd be too, it'd be too late. A hundred percent. It'd be too late. Because when we finally just decide to, to realize, oh, we're all human beings and we should stand together, it's going to be, it's going to be too late. Too, too little, too late. And I mean, that's not really a pessimist, you know, that's not said from a pessimist perspective. It's really just me being real about, you know, what's been going on as of late and, you know, it's really disgusting, but, you know. Yeah. And my, my final thing about this is this. For the people protesting, thank you. Thank you for going out there and risking your livelihood and standing for something. Now, the people out there looting and destroying things, think about what you're doing. This is your own community you're destroying. What is What good are you doing, you know, stealing from mom and pop stores, beating up business owners that have nothing to do with this, that owns a, a bodega on the corner of 197th Street and Fordham Road, what is beating them up and stealing their money and all their food doing to help these causes? Think about what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? That Gucci bag that you're stealing, is that actually for you? Or is that for George Floyd? Let's really think about that. Is that really in support of George Floyd? Or are you just using that because you're going to resell it on eBay for, you know, twenty uh, $200 the price? So let's be, I just feel like people should just be genuine about it. If you really want to support them, go out and support. But if you're just using this, to, to get the newest, the newest iPhone or to get some extra money in your bank account, you know, stay home. Stay home. Man, Don't waste people's time. It's human nature, bro. Absolutely. But any, any final words, man? Any any final uh, messages or something you want to take? Um, Be sure to check out uh, my uh, YouTube channel, Mr. DJ-MDJ. I got the MDJ podcast on there where we talk about subjects like this also have my quick takes and gaming content that y'all can check out featuring uh, mr days off mr no days off himself so. it's the most charismatic man in entertainment pal oh yeah <laughs> we're he's selfie pieces <laughs> <laughs> man I, I for everybody who's listening thank you if you reached this far and um definitely if you have an opinion or a voice that you want to share i will be allowing people to do that uh, in my on my podcast link uh, there will be a way for you to send a, a voice message or a shout out or something like that and I will include it in the episodes because this is all about the, uh, starting a conversation this isn't just a one sided you're wrong and I'm right thing this is to open that conversation um, so if you have any opinions or something like that let me know I'll include them in the episode thank you for tuning in to another episode this is your host <laughs> The most charismatic man in entertainment is man Dimitri. Hope you guys learned something. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. Uh -huh.